0: Welcome to another White Guy Movie Podcast. I'm Josh, and with me is my co-host, Corbin.
1: Yeah, I'm Corbin,
0: baby. <laughs> that's that's his catchphrase. He says yeah. every time. You know
1: me, I'm Corbin, baby. That's, yeah, that's all I say to all my friends when they say hi.
0: Yep. <laughs> that was one bit you tried, and it did crash and burn. Yeah. You're probably thinking to yourself, right? What is this podcast? What am I doing here? Should I leave now? Answer to all those is yes. What? But we're another white guy movie podcast. Figured you should probably understand that from the title. Yeah. Dum uh, dums. <laughs> yeah, I can't read forehead. Jeez. Gee, Willikers. And we talk about movies. Specifically, we're going to be talking about Pixar movies for the next hot while. And we've got a little system device. If you want to tell them about that, Corbin?
1: Oh, yeah. So we go on this website, and it has a wheel. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> the wheel spins when uh, it spins, right? And it chooses a movie at random. And then that's how we watch a Pixar movie.
0: Or all There's a little catch, though, in that we're watching series in order. So if the wheel lands on, say, Cars 2, we'll watch Cars instead and then take that movie off the list. So we're watching the movies mostly randomly. Uh, we'll always start with the next movie in that series that we haven't seen yet. And the first movie we landed on with our wheel is Soul. So is there anything you really want to talk about? Like any general thoughts for Soul before we start getting into the little nitty gritty details?
1: Well, Soul, I think I thought, I thought it was one of the, well, not better Pixar movies, but it was good. It wasn't like good dinosaur bad or like that. I, I liked it. But I felt like it could have been, if it was set more in the real world, I would have liked it a bit better if they didn't do the magic stuff but it is pixar so like of course there's going to be whimsical magic fairy stuff
0: no that that makes sense i can definitely understand that i am kind of in the same vein as you i thought it was in general a good solid movie uh it had heart and i thought that a lot of effort was put in had a lot of soul yeah that little, was a little pun i don't know if it was a pun it's a joke yeah, thanks. you. are really, <laughs> you're really mansplaining that one. Uh, yeah. um, Got to live up to the podcast name already. There's not joke in the title. Well, oh, well, playing dumb now.
1: Well, I, uh-huh. I would, I would argue that it being a white guy movie podcast, it's inherently unfunny.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might try to crack some jokes, and there's no promises they'll be funny. In fact, I can assure you that most of them will not be funny.
1: Yeah, baby.
0: So let's actually start talking about Soul now <laughs> that we've dilly-dallied around for a wee bit. Yeah, yeah. I guess the best place to start is at the very beginning, as the song says. Yeah. <laughs> oh Yeah. Not getting anything other than <laughs> oh-ho.
1: <laughs> um, the beginning, right? It starts out with a guy. He's kind of at a dead-end job teaching middle school. Was it middle school or elementary school? I think middle school. Band, that isn't great. And his dream is to be a cool jazz dude, right? And he wants to be a cool jazz dude, but he can't really be a cool jazz dude. So then he's teaching cool jazz to not great students. Except for one, there's a trombone lady, and she,
0: like, rips on the trombone. But a lady, she's in Her, middle school. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> You've gone full Gru without meaning to. Uh, yeah. This summary is really something. I was asking for your analysis, and you're oh. like, "Let me try to summarize this movie." I misunderstood. Uh, well, we'll keep going. You're doing great. Uh, and then we'll cut to the chase. Gets a little gig, right? Gonna play jazz with famous jazz person, right? This is time to shine. Then he dies.
1: Yeah, and then he goes into the
0: afterlife, which exists. Well, before we get into that afterlife stuff, let's talk about this this first little slice of life area. Dude, it was bumping. I loved, I
1: loved, honestly, the opening to this movie was great. I like, it was like, I was into the vibe, like the cool slice of life, like this guy just living his life, finally, like almost achieving his dreams. And it's just, it was very, it was very nice to watch. It was very comforting.
0: Yeah, it was very down to earth and it. It was so vibrant and colorful, but at the same time, very real. And yeah, like you said, the vibe of it was really, really fun and really like a lived in world of jazz. Jazz. As Barry B. Benson would say. That I I was really hoping for more of that, and they kind of got yanked away right at the start. Yeah. it so disappointed me initially a little, but it, they built it back up, I feel like.
1: Yeah, because, like, the world, it's great, and then, obviously, he dies and goes into the soul world. Um, <clears throat> he's me. And then, and then you kind of, like, lose that kind of really lived-in real world, then it becomes more sterile kind of at first.
0: Yeah, there's uh, there's a charm that comes with his world, or the world, I guess our world, that they show at the beginning with Joe just going about his life and trying to achieve his dream. Uh, and talking to his mother, talking to the students, and just going about his day, that is really special, I feel like. That I think is, to me, the strongest part of the movie. Like, if we just had a full movie of that, I know I think I'm echoing the thoughts of the YouTuber ProZD here, but if we had more of that, I would have absolutely loved this movie. Like, that would have been one of the best Pixar movies of, of all time. And this was still a really good movie as is, but I was just... I think that first starting, like, the opening section of the movie was so phenomenal that it outlived everything else afterwards. Outlived, unintentional pun there, because (laughs) he does die. I get it,
1: dies. Funny death joke. Uh, I had a thought, but it totally went for shoo away into some other land that doesn't exist. Um,
0: I don't remember. Okay. Uh, What did you think about the... The world of the the, the blue souls and that the kind of mythical afterlife that they set up once he dies.
1: Yeah, um, because at first it's like it's just a stairway to the great beyond white light or whatever. And then he kind of escapes to where like new souls are. It's just like kind of like raising new souls that go into humans later. And that was I liked how they set up like the caretakers of that world are, like, these genderless kind of just existing beings. Like, there's no real, like, they're really kind of free form of what they are, you know? And I found that interesting, like, of course, like, these cosmic entities wouldn't really fit into human whatever, you know what I mean? And it's kind of interesting how they, you know, train these souls and how, like, it does feel a bit weird, though, to be honest, because, like, they give these souls certain personality traits, and it just feels like, ah, oh, this one's gonna be a little crapper, but this one, this one's gonna be, <laughs> <laughs> this one's gonna be really artistic and stuff, and that one's gonna have anxiety, and it's just like, I don't know, that feels
0: like pre-anxiety is a personality trait.
1: <laughs> or well, they, I, they said like something like that, like that one's gonna have issues.
0: Yeah, there's some predetermined stuff about people.
1: Yeah, and that it,
0: is not really up to choice or up to like a nature versus nurture type of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, they do kind of fix it at the end or not fix it, but they they're like, uh, like at the end, they're like, oh, you're supposed to find your flame or whatever, you know, to come kind of complete the soul or whatever. But then yeah, your spark. Yeah, their spark. Yeah. And they set it up at first to be like, oh, it's going to be something specific like archery or dancing or painting or whatever. But then at the end of the movie, they're like, actually, no, it's not that I, I got a bit lost at the end. Like, I don't know what this what exactly they're trying to say there.
0: Yeah, we might be getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I think I that know. is kind of a big theme. I guess a theme for the biggest problems I have with the movie And that is just overcomplicated when it doesn't need to be like, it's kind of asking these big questions that definitely stop and make us think. And it wants to be very profound, but I think it can be profound without asking those questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, they're asking what happens when we die or what shapes our personalities or like, where does purpose come from or what is purpose for that matter? And there's a lot of, Like, what does the afterlife look like? Uh, what determines who you're gonna be in life, or what you're gonna do? And there's there's a lot of that that is kind of not necessary. I feel like to have to tell this story.
1: Like, what specifically are you talking about? Like, uh, like them. Like, what's overcomplicated about it? Do you
0: think? Like, the whole like the soul conveyor belt. Uh, to the afterlife and then breaking out of that and assigning personality traits to like non existing souls yet before they go into the world. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of it it asks it's it tries to be very deep and it succeeds in that I think. But at the same time I think it can achieve that same level of quality and depth without making itself over complicated
1: or like i guess having so many rules right like you don't like having a lot of rules that seem like like also because this guy he like he's going up the soul conveyor to the afterlife right and he was like no i want to live my life you know i like i had a chance and i want to take it you know i don't deserve to die yet so then he jumps off the conveyor belt to like escape and just like You think more people would do that because there's like a lot of untimely deaths. Like everyone is just like everyone up to then was like, you know what? Yeah, I died, whatever. Let's let's just go to the Great Beyond or whatever. So like you think they would have more systems in place or like or I don't know, like know how to deal with it, like these soul caretakers would like know how to deal with somebody like not wanting to move
0: on. Yeah, and on that same note, it's kind of the same problem I have with Inside Out, in a way, and with some of these Pixar movies that uh, spoilers, getting ahead of ourselves for other movies in the future, which we haven't seen for all, so maybe my thoughts will change when we get to those, but just that they ask a lot more questions than they answer when they add their like fantasy or like fictional elements of like, oh, the, the Cars universe, they're talking cars, but what does that mean? And it kind of doesn't always make sense yeah and the same thing with the the inside out universe or like oh it's just these couple personality traits make up everything and make all these decisions but what implications does that have and i mean of course they're not meant for you to stop and kind of think about those but of course i still kind of do
1: yeah i mean also it, again This isn't, like, a defense of the movie, but also it's, like, aimed at children, so, like, sometimes things need to be a bit more whimsical, but that, like, saying it's for children shouldn't, like, get rid of the criticisms, you know? It's just, like, it's something to keep in mind, I guess. I'm not sure what I...
0: No, I absolutely understand what you mean. Like, children's media can and should still be good media. Like, you can make good films that can be enjoyed by all ages, and Pixar does that over and over again but at the same time for the sake of making it enjoyable to watch for children and for all ages it doesn't necessarily need to be like over the top whimsical to the point where it doesn't make sense yeah for people watching of course that's definitely a nitpick and i'm harping on this movie way more than i should be yeah cuz i want to reiterate that this movie is great or I agree. it's it gets very close to great
1: like speak cuz like speaking of the caretakers like i think i feel like i like the caretakers the caretakers, except for Jerry, because there's, I think all of them remain Terry, except for one, which is Jerry. And I found it funny, like I liked it, but it
0: didn't really fit the movie, you know? Yeah, it seemed a little bit out of place, but I wasn't as big of a fan of the caretakers as you were. I know that, but I, I liked how they explained some stuff about the world in a nice uh a nice way that kind of fit the movie and made sense I feel like so I might be on the opposite end of that for the caretakers like do you think the caretakers in general like stood out from the movie or just like the naming of Jerry I mean I liked I like Jerry the name
1: it's a fun name Jerry and yeah. also how he's very self-absorbed and like once I don't know I just cuz there's a bit later in the movie where like he does his job or something and they make him
0: give him a trophy. I don't know. I just kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> like well, a, what? Then you said something about the caretakers didn't make sense in the movie or uh, didn't fit.
1: Or like, or like the jokiness of like Jerry and Terry and like all those caretakers. Like some of the, like it just didn't fit with the movie. I feel like it felt a bit too whimsical type of thing for this more down, like down to earth, trying to be movie. Like, it, like, the earth side and the soul side kind of clash sometimes when like, cause your side is supposed to be very ah, down to earth. ha <laughs> <laughs> Cause they're on earth. Cause obviously they're down to it. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, uh, so like the soul side can be too whimsical where, and it classes tonally with the earth side. I feel, even though yeah, I, did, that makes sense. I did enjoy the soul side. Sometimes it's just like, I feel like it's just kind of two different movies.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a tonal shift when you go to the solo side versus uh, just Joe's life before then. Yeah. But... I want to talk a little bit about the animation of this movie. Oh, yeah. Because I absolutely... Uh, one, of the, one of my favorite art styles of Pixar movies was in this movie of just the character designs, and there's a lot of variants in character shape. Uh, and yeah, just that their styles were so great and alongside the, the music, but I guess we can get into the music later, but what did you think about that? I loved uh, the
1: human, like again, the earth side, the, I like the variations and humans, the kind of exaggerated features of some folks and like how, I don't know, it felt like it was realistic. But then it was also, you know, had a style. So, it'll, like, it'll age better. Because if you just go for straight realism, then that can age poorly with, like, the advancements of technology. Where this one had, like, a certain shape and vibe to it. Where it felt very kind of free, free-flowy. free Like jazz, you know? Where it flows. And, like, I don't know.
0: Cool. Yeah, I feel like the animation definitely really fit with the music they were giving, too. Because it fit the form of jazz yeah in in the character modeling yeah and but i feel like a lot of that was lost when they go to the like the blue blob forms in the afterlife yeah, like I, I wasn't really a fan of their their designs at all cuz they took out a lot of the distinct qualities and then made everybody kind of a background blue blob with maybe a hat
1: yeah like the character features kind of got a bit samey but like the care- again the caretakers I felt I like I liked how they moved. Like they they're very flowy. But again, it felt again too sterile, which I mean, I guess makes sense though cuz it's like a soul world, so then it's supposed to be kind of like uh you know, safe? I don't know.
0: I think I think I would have preferred more distinction and more color in the soul world even though it's like they haven't been fully assigned, like, bodies or anything like that yet. Yeah. I feel like they, they do go into, like, the souls have different sparks and are unique. So I think something along those lines where it showed distinction between them would have been cool. Like, it's weird that the world of the souls in, like, the before and afterlife doesn't have much soul in it, right? Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of color. There's not a lot going on there. It's mostly just, like, empty... And then some blue blobs walking around.
1: Yeah, like, I feel like it would have been better if, uh, I don't know, like, depending on the personality, they had, like, different color. You know, like, instead of all just blue, maybe there's some greens, reds, oranges, kind of all over the place, like like a wide variety of color instead of just all being blue.
0: Yeah, I think my problem was more with just, like, the blob forms. Oh, I see what you mean. Not just the color. Yeah. Okay, but I feel like color could definitely add some uniqueness to him.
1: Yeah, and then I think I feel like we should talk about too, like because we talked about the plot earlier, then we moved on to like the design, but we kind of skipped over like a lot of plot. Like, <laughs> let's like, get
0: back to some plot. Yeah, know, like
1: um, because I was gonna mention the because uh, Joe Joe's his name, right? I don't remember name yeah. that well. So Joe, like, he goes to Soul World and he's like, ah. Oh, Apparently they have like old historical people teach new souls to help them find their flame, which I did like the idea of that and where there's this one soul, I think it was, was it 42 or was it 24? 22, 22. Okay. Close enough. Uh, 22 was like the soul that couldn't be find their spark, you know? And it's just like, it's impossible for one reason or another. And no like historical figure could ever, like Abraham Lincoln and mother Teresa and Curie and other like historical figures couldn't do it. But then uh, they, yeah, then they get assigned to Joe and then they fall back to earth through. Oh, this gets to my like favorite part of the movie though was because there's the soul world, the new souls. And then there's like the dark underworld or no, 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 no. It's like the zone world where if you're like playing music real good or like if you're like doing something you're passionate about, you get into the zone and then you kind of appear in this other world, which I love that idea. I like I liked that idea where you can like achieve like musical or scientific or any greatness where you can literally ascend. And it's, yeah. I, I just love the idea of that, of where like you can do something so good and you're so into it. I mean, you don't even have to do it good, I guess. You could just be so into something that you could get to this like – this place called the zone and it's just, I I like the kind of, I like that fantastical element and you
0: can vibe hard enough. You put yourself into the zone. Yeah.
1: It's just, I love that idea. And then, so then we have the zone and then you have, there's the reverse of it, which if people get too obsessed with something to where it becomes unhealthy, then they become like these monsters.
0: And oh, ha- was it obsession? I thought it was more like you've kind of lost your spark in a sense that you've like you've lost purpose and you're you're just kind of going through it.
1: I feel like you could call that an obsession though, right? Because you can like an obsession where it becomes harmful
0: to your like self. Well, I don't know if they're invested. There's just like a lack of investment in anything.
1: Well, no, because they come become so focused on one thing though cuz like there's an example of a stockbroker who's like uh,
0: I well, you get so I don't know. I actually I don't know. You make a fair point. I think it's like the opposite, where they're like whatever the opposite of vibing is, they're doing it. I don't know, but but I see, feel like you've lost the vibe, you've lost the flow, you've lost anything that you're like interested in, and you're really not enjoying whatever you're doing. Yeah, or and get- you're just like st- you're stuck in that position as well and you can't get out and you're just enduring that over and over and then you will go to like the gray area that I don't remember the name of. I mean, I yeah, I don't um but then
1: there's like in the zone, though, there's these people who are like kind of hippie, whatever. Like they're so into the zone, they can kind of transcend. And I, I, and they're on like a pirate ship with like freaking peace signs. And I, I love the iconography of that so much. Just like the vibe, the hippie kind of 70s, crazy oh, yeah. hair,
0: crazy, like, oh, it's so great. Like a guy can spin a sign enough that he goes into the zone. Yeah. That's so good. I love that idea, too. Like, that is so much fun. Yeah. Uh, I want to jump back, though, a little away from this. Unless there's something you want to add on the zone. Well, I
1: was just going to say, and I I, I like how... Well, there's these like freaking like free thinking kind of like hippie people where they can like literally drag people out of the upset or the bad zone, the anti vibe, and bring them back into the vibe zone. And then like because they have this with the stockbroker, they bring him out of the vibe zone or the anti vibe zone rather. And then he's like, "This is all a lie." And then he just like freaking he
0: like breaks free of capitalism. It's great. I love it. (laughs) I love he breaks free of capitalism. I think he breaks his change of his chains of anti-vibing yeah it's great i love it it's so good anyways you can whatever you're gonna say you can go i wanted to jump back to something you went over but i didn't really get a chance to talk about which was the historical figures kind of training oh yeah uh souls to kind of find their spark more just like something to be passionate about i kind of like that but i also kind of didn't like, it's just weird to think about some of these people, especially since a lot of people who have kind of heroic ideas about them in popular culture today might have been uh, not, they might have had some problems, right, that we like to ignore. Like, we'll say Lincoln and racism, and or maybe people might have been sexist. I mean, if it's historical figures, you're likely to run into some of this. And also just the idea of like Lincoln gets shot, wakes up in the afterlife and is like, time to train somebody <laughs>
1: <laughs> That is that is true. Like that pulled
0: me out of it a little bit. And I mean, of course kids aren't gonna be thinking about this and it's totally fine for like ideas of heroes.
1: Yeah. um,
0: Also, it's like wait—if you become like well known enough in popular culture, you're you're stuck doing this. (laughs) I
1: mean, that's where I think the uh, uh, the fact that it's a movie kind of collides with the world where it's like they want children to recognize these historical figures, and like they're not going to recognize—I don't uh, know—I can't think of anybody, but some like uh, union person who like who like started a bunch of unions or something or like
0: (laughs) is um, that your definition of a
1: hero i mean i think so or like you know most people who start a bunch
0: of unions get really corrupt (laughs) well the one that's beside the point (laughs) besides the point but uh
1: like i don't know like they're gonna recognize lincoln or well mother
0: Teresa, i don't know or like curie yeah i feel like even most of those figures kids wouldn't recognize maybe lincoln
1: lincoln uh and also some German... That's, that's it. Well, because who Joe impersonated was some German scientist or something. Or like or like a... What was he? I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I guess that's fair. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't quite sure. Well, I think the idea is that like every soul is going to train other ones, but just because 22 needed... They thought twenty two needed the help of all these uh, more well known figures. Oh, yeah. So I guess I don't think it's just well known people to to kind of retract what I just said.
1: Yeah, that's actually a fair point. I think it's speci- it's well known people with specifically twenty two because no one like not a regular person could like inspire them. Yeah. You know, and like uh, yeah. So I think I think anybody become could become a caretaker. I don't think it really... S- yeah, I guess you kind of proved your point wrong there. I think it's just specifically yeah. like 22, <laughs> you know? I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. No? No, nah, you know what? I don't know that song. I assume it's a song.
0: You, what do you mean? Okay, we're, we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> I'll yell at you later for not <laughs> knowing that song. Well, uh, I, I can't know everything. I don't even know the Minecraft parody of it.
1: Well, I feel like that's it's called a...
0: mushroom stew. in case you're wondering, oh, thanks.
1: I was really curious what the freaking Minecraft parody of twenty two was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where did we leave off in this movie? Uh, I think we were we're talking about twenty two mushrooms teaching them. I guess that still raises even more questions, though, of, like, what is the Great Beyond once you've left the conveyor belt, right? Well, and th- can souls get pulled back from it? Because did they immediately yoink Lincoln after he's been shot and we're like, time to train 22? Or like, or was it they're going through the ranks of, like, historical people? They had I- to have already been, like, in the Great Beyond, right? No, I think I think they get yoinked from the conveyor belt. Or, like, or they don't even see the conveyor belt. They rake, wake up and, like... A zone of coolness. Okay, you know, like See, it's just more things that doesn't really answer, and we're not going to try to get into answering them. That was uh, another podcast we <laughs> attempted once upon a time. That was too much work. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> but I want to move on. <laughs> All right. From the the teachers, uh, to when they get back out of the soul realm. Yeah. Plot wise. And they go back and there's some fighting, right? And Joe becomes the cat. And twenty two takes Joe's body. Yeah. There's a whole time they spend kind of wandering around jo- Joe in Joe in cat form and twenty two in Joe form. <laughs> yeah, Joe form. <laughs> I t- I there's take some there's Joe a form. couple of fun gags of like slapstick type of stuff of like, oh, I can't really use his body properly yet. Tell their of stuff body. Like that.
1: Hmm? Or their body? I don't know if specifically. Yeah. Well, like... it was
0: Joe. It's Joe's body. I guess, but it's
1: yeah. I, I don't, don't know. have
0: ownership of Joe's body. I guess. Nah, Whatever. But what did you think about that? Cat Joe and twenty-two. I didn't like around.
1: My my gut instinct was like I don't know if I'm gonna like this, but I kind kind of grew on me by the end. Like I think, like slapstick. eh... Whatever, but, like, I think they do really have some heartfelt moments of with, like, because it b- reminds me specifically when Joe's, like, hurrying up to get dressed so he can go to the audition or whatever because he acted crazy out of the hospital, so then he lost his position in the jazz band, you know, and then, yeah. and then he's like, crap, I have to get there early so I can impress them again, you know, and, like, then he forgot he had a lesson with trombone lady or girl, trombone girl. Uh-huh. Um, where, uh, she's like, Oh, I want to quit trombone. And, and then, but then she talks to 22 who's like, yeah, I hate everything. And then, but it's just an act by trombone. I just like that sequence. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't really have a point. I just liked it. I just liked this person who really liked, you know, to play the trombone,
0: but hated it, but actually did like it. I don't know. I, I, I i'm picking up what you're throwing down for sure and that i felt like the cat stuff where yeah where joe was the cat and they're running around was a little bit messy and could have been a little cleaner but there definitely were heartfelt moments in there
1: and like you can i felt like go ahead okay uh you can see how 22 really like starts understanding like the what a purpose is, you know, or like what a spark is with like the conversations with trombone girl and like the, the just vibing outside or just seeing people on the street living life, you know?
0: Yeah, I I really like the line like can walking be my spark or can walking be my purpose or something like that or just like just living. Yeah, and just like kind of the emphasis on how we need to enjoy living more and like do we take living for granted and what is a purpose? Yeah. And it, it does hit on some some larger themes that... In, I, Okay, at the same time, it, it brings up a lot of big questions that I am not a huge fan of, but also some questions it brings up that it doesn't try to answer, I think is really good. Because it kind of leaves them open-ended. And leaves us to kind of figure out what we think about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like... Uh, like, you know, like you said, is living a purpose? Can living be a purpose? Can you live just for the living? Could you, is vibing a purpose? You know, like stuff like that. It's, it's really, it, it really hits
0: you, you know, sometimes it's just like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, overall though, I think the cat portion was one of the weaker parts of the movie. Cause I thought, I mean, there are, there are some really strong moments there. But I thought in between there's just like some chase scenes. There are a couple of chase scenes and just like just some filler. that wasn't necessary. Like that might've been better to have been cut out of the runtime. This movie was like two hours, right? Yeah, I think so.
1: I feel like it could have been maybe better as like an hour and a half, like 90 minute kind of movie, but like hour and a half
0: hour 45. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, again, uh, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. Cause like, you kind of have to have some of that filler to just kind of make the more impactful moments more impactful. Like when it like really gets down to it and like really gets serious, it kind of, it's like the contrast almost, but I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah. But there is a little bit of pacing with like, oh, we're going to go from, I don't know, chasing and then some comedy and then just running around doing stuff and then really heavy moment where we're hitting on deep themes. Yeah. Where it's it's a little bit, different than what like what they were doing during that that period with like Joe and the cat forb
1: yeah you do make a fair point there
0: but what uh what do you want to talk about next with this movie actually something we haven't gotten to I want to hit on because we have uh I think accidentally avoided this whole time let's talk about the music
1: oh yeah the freaking... dude I love jazz is like really cool like I like a lot of music but jazz is up there with like it's just very
0: viable <laughs> does that make any sense <laughs> <laughs> Very viable i I do understand what you mean
1: it's just real I think jazz is a music that's really easy to just get lost into where you can just like I don't know solos and just kind of like high energy or low energy jazz can give you a lot you know
0: yeah, you were in jazz band in high school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was I was not, but I always enjoy listening to it. But I'm sure you you understand this better than me. Of just like the free form and the just the creativity, and and jazz is kind of especially stemming out of like 1920s and a method of like demonstrating black excellence and black voices. Yeah. Uh, in in music, and just creativity in there. Uh, and I I thought this movie did a really great job with its uh with its score and soundtrack. And incorporating jazz throughout, and especially when Joe would sit down at the piano, and we'd hear that jazz, uh, and just hear him play, and really, like, vibe, and, like, get lost in the sauce. (laughs) Lost in the (laughs) sauce, man. Like, this music wasn't just there. This music brought a lot of emotion with it. Yeah, definitely.
1: And, like, especially at the like at the end of the movie like right before we th- he thinks he's going to go into the great beyond he like has one last piano v- sesh you know where like he just freaking plays his heart out and it's great i yeah just like seeing yeah. just seeing people like just enjoy music and just really get into it i just it's one of my favorite things i just love seeing people just play music really good you know and like really get into it
0: yeah and the uh, this is a little off topic but the Animation of just the fingers and just the playing of oh, oh, the yeah. music was phenomenal as well. Yeah. Seeing those fingies on those white keys, man, it's great. I love it. Oh yeah. Tickling the ivories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never want to say that again. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Is pianos this is just a weird question. Is piano still made of... I don't think pianos are still made out of ivory, right? I I doubt it. There's but... no way. There's no way. Well, I mean That's off topic. <laughs>
0: Oh, let's let's jump back let's dive back into the vibe zone yeah 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 baby and i want to talk about the ending but i i'm not sure if there's anything else we should talk about before then
1: um i don't know we really hit on all the main points like before soul the soul realm the kind of cat zone and then uh
0: uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was some silence. I'm going to cut <laughs> at about thirty-five, Or me going, and wow uh... Okay. I think that's about what we have to cover. And we're just going to hit the ending of the movie and then give our final thoughts and then probably give a rating out of 100. And then I guess we'll close out there. So let's, yeah, I'll take it away with what your thoughts were on just the ending portion of the movie.
1: Okay, I was really into it. There's, like, an ending montage, right, where it's, like, all the movie, all, like, ah, just vibing. He's playing the piano montage. Great. Love it. Moving on. And then then they're, like, ho, oh, ho, man, you want a second chance? And he's, like, yeah, sure. And then he goes, and I'm, like, ah, like, it's good, like, that he has a second chance. But also, like, I don't know. It kind of kills the end of the movie a little bit for me. Like the emotional impact, it's like getting the rug swept
0: under. It's like, oh, it's all a dream. Woo. You know, ah. Yeah, they took a little, some of the stakes away during that ending part. Kind of like it gave me Frozen 2 vibes. With just at the end, they were going to like destroy Arendelle, right? Oh, I've and never seen Frozen 2. Out of it. Oh. Sorry. Really? Okay.
1: I've seen Frozen 1, but I haven't seen the second one. Okay, well,
0: spoilers for Frozen 2. At the end, they say they're going to destroy Arendelle, and then they don't. Oh, well, uh, yeah, fair. It's like... So there's, like, a threatened consequence that they don't follow through on, because Mm. they're like, it's a children's movie, you know? But I feel like consequences should still happen, and I feel like the weight that was promised to be there, like, with death and him accepting that kind of lost some of that meaning. Yeah. yeah.
1: Be- cause I thought he was definitely going to move on because after he, cause after he played that first night of jazz, like he got into the, he got the gig, he's playing jazz, he's having a great time. And then at the end he's like, now what? And he's like, we do it again tomorrow. You know, it's like, Oh, like, do I really like, I, it's like, Oh, do I really want this? And then, so I thought he was going to be like, just move on, like go, to, like go on because like you are going from one kind of routine to another, you know, it's like, I thought, I thought that was a, definitely a setup to like, you know what? I did my thing. Maybe it wasn't my thing. I don't know. And now to
0: move on, you know,
1: or I don't know.
0: Yeah. Or just like, I'm content with life and I'm ready. Yeah. And we're going to give uh, this new life to 22. I, I mean the message and just, I, there was still a, a lot of meaning. I felt like and a lot of weight in that ending that was just phenomenal. And yeah, like you said, the montage and just that whole ending sequence, I kind of wish they caught it a little bit earlier that he They left it a little bit more ambiguous that after he vibes on the piano, it just kind of transitions to us, maybe seeing like 22 enter the world. But at the same time, that might have been a little too ambiguous for like children because yeah. there's some things that need to be spelled out a little bit more for a little Timmy in the back. Specifically for <laughs> Timmy. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs>
1: a little Timmy or Jimmy
0: or sally or sarah yeah you're picking all the whitest names uh <laughs> yeah so i guess that's all i had to say about the ending <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna transition from that really fast <laughs> well do you have any final thoughts do you want to just get out there i don't before know before we before we give our ratings i think that's pretty much it because like my main gripe with the movie is the ending
1: i feel like there's some rough spots. I, I really liked the movie overall, but the ending kind of, I don't know, took, took it away a bit.
0: Yeah, I feel you. Mine. I absolutely love the movie. Uh, it was phenomenal. Look into like Joe's life and had some great themes throughout. Great music. I uh, thought it was a little bit messy in a lot of the questions it brought up, but, Oh, I also wanted to hit on really quickly. Just like it's, tackling of religion and spirituality in the afterlife and kind of how it's a it's a unique journey for everyone yeah and religion as someone's like personal choice and how spirituality takes many forms so we saw with the guy spinning the sign or like whatever you could be doing to kind of get be vibing yeah and i thought that was really good uh i'm not sure if that was an intended message but i thought that was a really good message in there Definitely. It was. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Do you want to go ahead and tell me what your score out of 100 is for Soul? Well, I think I would give it a 77 out of 100. 77. Yeah, I was actually expecting a higher from you.
1: Yeah, I really like the movie. It's just I think mainly the ending, honestly, like, I don't know, it just kind of like kind of fell flat for me.
0: Yeah, ending does have a lot of impact on how a movie sits with you, or not you specifically, but with with someone who watches it.
1: A theoretical person who would watch this movie.
0: Yeah, 77. All right. I gave it an 86.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I think really good. Like I said earlier, so close to great. Yeah. It's like just under what I would consider a great movie, like a great Pixar movie, and we... And I'm only saying that because we know Pixar can deliver better. Yeah, that's true. Like, I feel like it can cut out some of that mess, uh, and I mean, it was so it was on the verge of that though. There were so many great moments throughout, and there was absolutely a lot of heart in it, and that gives us an average of eighty-one point five between the two of us. Nice.
1: Um, just like for an idea of scale, I, I'm I think like a like a twenty out of a hundred. Would be like a movie like Cars 2. Uh, oh, you're getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> yeah. We haven't gotten there oh, quite yeah. yet. Oh, wait. Maybe I should use non-Pixar movies for my scale. Uh, mo- yeah. Movies I've seen. Movies I've seen
0: that are bad. Well, I guess we'll use this as a starting point for our scale. Yeah. Because uh, we'll have other movies going forward. You know This what? is an 81.5 between the two of us.
1: Pretend you didn't hear anything about Cars 2.
0: <laughs> you didn't see anything. <laughs> Well, and there are a lot of different elements that go into how I judge a movie as well. So they might be, you're. I'm not sure if you're judging Cars 2 at that score based on like, it's so quality as a movie, as a film, right? <laughs> yeah. But enjoyability's in there yeah, for if, me as well.
1: Enjoyability's is like 100 out of 100, man. I love that movie to death.
0: but you just gave it a 20 never mind we'll get to that sometime in the future rating scales are subjective yeah this is our subjective opinion if you hate us uh be sure to tell us uh in the comments let me know at uh corbin b no you just gave your whole name oh yeah i Uh, have to i have to cut out you just doxed yourself i am cutting that no no if you enjoyed this please give us a rating uh like comment and subscribe as as they say
1: as the kiddos say only
0: 71 percent of you or wait (laughs) only zero of you are subscribed (laughs) considering (laughs) this is the first episode so if you check if you check this out if made it to this point thank you for listening uh we do appreciate that next time we're gonna be talking about cars so stay lookout for that
1: car I, I think this
0: is it for another white guy movie podcast
1: yeah till next Chow. time <laughs> <Chow>. <laughs> <laughs>